0: your country can do for you. There's a I can't I believe. The the, the peanut, oh, you little mouse, so won't you go away. One ringy-dingy.
1: Hand off to Griffin, the middle. gets the five. Touchdown, Ohio State.
0: Oklahoma, oh, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. I'm interested to know, Gracie, who's your choice?
1: Need you ask, George.
0: Time now for Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Here, with all his skips, scratches, and pops, is my dad, Frank Vaccarello.
1: Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning into episode 34 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. This is not an album that was played often in the house. In fact, this is one of those albums I don't remember my dad having at all. But after listening to it, I could understand why my dad had it in his collection. It's that happy music that I talk so much about. So get ready for a South American beat with Volume 34, Brazil 66, Yamalay. the title track Yamale written by Chico Feitosa and Luis Carlos Viñas and while it was the title track you can find it on the second side of the album alright Why this album? Well, I had played a couple of Sergio Mendez tunes when I was on the air at WBBG in Cleveland. And even though we played mostly big band era music, we also heard tunes like these on the Music of Your Life station. The Latin beat is just so contagious on this album and in Sergio's South American style. Plus the great hits he took and put that Brazilian spin on was too good to pass up. Also, there's a connection to the previous episode of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. The main female vocalist on this episode is married to the legendary trumpet player, Herb Albert, who I featured in our last show. And there is such a huge mash connection from this episode. We are going to be using it for the interesting side note. But first, a song made famous by Glenn Campbell.
0: Is a for the county, and he drives the main road, searching in the south Smooth that stretch down south
1: Wichita lineman is still on the line. It was written by Jimmy Webb. All right, let's look at the record for this episode. It is Sergio Mendes and Brazil 66 Yamale. It's on the AM Records label. Its number is SP4236. It's a vinyl LP album format. was released in the U.S. in 1969. It's Genre is jazz, Latin. Its style is bossa nova, easy listening. Now, there are no liner notes on this, so let's get right to the discogs.com value. The lowest value came in at $1.99, the highest at $14.88, with a median of $4.88. Now, here's where it starts to get interesting. Amazon has one used one for $29.99, and a new one for 1995. Yes, I triple checked those numbers. And eBay came in at the highest at $35. Well, my dad's record is in fair shape. There isn't too much hiss on it. The cover is also in fair to good shape. There is a magic marker streak on the back cover and I don't know where that's from, but I will say my dad's record is worth about a buck 50. Now, for a killer version of one of my favorite Beatles tunes.
0: He asked me to stay And he told me to sit anywhere But I looked around And I noticed there wasn't a chance.
1: Wood. Written, of course, by John Lennon and Paul McCartney. All right, let's learn a little bit about the artist on this episode. From the bossa nova craze of 1950s Brazil to the explosion of interest in Latin music on a global basis, Sergio Mendez has been a constant presence on the contemporary music stage. While best known in the United States for a series of hit albums that helped popularize Latin-influenced soft jazz sounds in the 1960s, Mendez's work included a diverse range of Brazilian, African, and American styles. The winner of a 1992 Grammy Award for Best World Music Album for his release, Brasileiro, Mendez has also earned the respect of his peers for a career that remains prolific over 40 years after his first recorded output. Sergio Mendes was born on February 11, 1941, into a prosperous family in Niteroi, Brazil. His father was a physician who was strict with his son. When Mendes did poorly in school, his father shaved his head as punishment. Mendes also suffered from a crippling bout with scoliosis that forced him to wear a body cast during much of his childhood. His primary consolation was music. Even while in a cast, the budding musician propped himself up at the piano where he would play for hours at a time. Mendez was not encouraged by his parents to think of music as a potential profession, although they paid for his training as a classical pianist at a local conservatory. Despite their disapproval, he formed his first jazz combos while a teenager with a friend from Netore, Tao Neto, on the bass. The group was rounded out with several different drummers. Mendez's trio landed a number of paying gigs around town, even though they could not play very many of the dance tunes that were popular at the time. Mendez supplemented his training with trips across Guanabara Bay on the ferry to Rio de Janeiro, historically the center of Brazil's musical life. Mendez became a regular at the Lojas Murray Club, where he soaked up the latest jazz and contemporary sounds. The camaraderie of Rio's music scene was also helpful. On more than one occasion, the audience took up collections to pay for Mendez's ferry ride back home. Mendez made his first professional mark on the Rio scene while still a teenager. In 1960, he started playing on Sunday afternoons at the Little Club, located in Rio's premier beachfront entertainment district, the Copacabana. While Mendez was not paid for the appearances, he was allowed the freedom to experiment with various jazz and Latin rhythms, including the bossa nova, which was reaching the height of its popularity in Brazil. Bossa nova, or new wave, came on the scene in 1957. Bossa Nova songs typically featured a seemingly simple, syncopated rhythm with unadorned vocals. Often the singer was accompanied only by a guitar. The result was a strikingly modern form of music that soon replaced the samba as Brazil's best-known cultural export. Like many others in Brazil's artistic community, Mendes chose to leave his homeland in 1964. He discovered a musical community in New York City that rivaled the talent in Rio de Janeiro, and Mendes' recording career took off immediately. For the rest of the decade, he released at least one full-length album every year, and sometimes as many as three. Signed to Capitol Records, Mendez's albums did not at first generate impressive sales. Released at the height of the British invasion, records such as 1964's The Swinger from Rio and Sergio Mendez and Basso, Rio in 1965's In the Brazilian Bag, were out of step with mainstream trends. In 1966, Mendez put together a new group under the name Sergio Mendez and Brazil 66 and signed a contract with a and Records, best known as the home of its co-founder, Herb Albert, and his group, the Tijuana Brass. It was Mendez's releases with Brazil 66 that made him into a household name in the United States. The group's first and release, Sergio Mendes in Brazil's 66, went into the top 10 on Billboard's album chart and eventually earned a gold record for sales of over 500,000 copies in the U.S. The track, Mea Que later included on the soundtrack to the movie Austin Powers International Man of Mystery in 1997, also brought the group airplay on top 40 radio stations. The 1967 release, Equinox continued Mendez's trend toward light pop-oriented Latin beats, but the 1968 album, Look Around, gave the group its biggest pop hit with a cover version of the Beatles song, Fool on the Hill. Like Equinox, Look Around earned Mendes and Brazil's 66 gold records, as did the 1968 album, Fool on the Hill. Next up, everybody knows I'm uh, making this sound. Moaning, written by Bobby Timmons. All right, time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has M.A.S.H. written all over it. For those checking out this podcast for the first time, I'm a huge M.A.S.H. fan. I'll make a connection to that TV show in these episodes wherever and whenever I can. Well, this one was literally staring at me from the back cover when I looked at the photo of the group. Sergio Mendes' Brazil 66 had several members come and go through the years. On this album, one of the singers was Karen Phillip, now Karen Phillip Proft, who was born September 7, 1945. She's an American singer and actress. She first came to national prominence in 1968 when she was hired as one of the two female vocalists in the second iteration of Sergio Mendes' and Brazil 66, debuting on their top ten best-selling album, Fool on the Hill. She remained with Brazil 66 and its successor group, Brazil 77, until 1972, when she left to play, quote, a girl with a face that doesn't quit, a girl with so much body, she should be continued on the next girl, Lieutenant Dish, unquote, in the first season of M.A.S.H. By the way, that's how Hawkeye described her in the pilot episode when they wanted to auction off a weekend in Tokyo with a nurse. Though her role was written out of the series after only two episodes, she was featured on the opening credits of MASH for several years afterward. Philip also had a Playboy pictorial in September 1972, and she had a recurring role on Quincy M.E. as Robin Rollin. She went on to marry comedian, actor, and movie producer Pat Proft with whom she had a son, and they currently reside in Minnesota. And I don't think I'm ever going to top that MASH connection to the music on this show. Now, what kind of party is this? There signs in life
0: to show you the way to say goodbye. There are signs in life to comfort the life. To the masquerade of the fading, pretending that you care Empty smiles upon your face when the light
1: Masquerade, written by Leonard Haynes and Ron Rose. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Some of you are more familiar with more popular versions of these songs, but I thought the way Sergio treated them was special. This was also a record I didn't realize that my dad had. I'm not sure how much he pulled it out to play, but it still represents that happy mood we always had around our home. So, let's finish up with what should be another tune you recognize.
0: What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just to live on. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. And of us and love us, enough to last till the end of time. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that is just to the love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for someone, but just. For what the world needs now. 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 Enough to last Till the end of time What the world needs now Is love, sweet love It's the only thing That there's just to live on What the world needs now Is love, sweet love No, not just for someone But God
1: What the World Needs Now, written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David. How was that for a big finish? Thanks for tuning in to Volume 34, Brazil 66, Yamalay, however you did. If you want more information about this podcast, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops with Volume 35, Cleveland Orchestra Marches. Until then, go with the flow, my friends.